Welcome to Southern Gospel Now. This is episode 88. Greg Goodman here bringing you news from your favorite Southern Gospel artists. Southern Gospel Now is made possible by southerngospelprizes.com, where you can always register for Southern Gospel Prize Packs. One thing we can always count on in life is change. Daniel Ashmore has departed the old paths. He has been the bass vocalist for the group since 2011. Daniel has been offered and has accepted a position at his home church with the blessing of the guys in the group. The old pastor looking for a bass vocalist. I'm sure we'll hear more about that in the near future. As we talk about change, the end of the year will bring about the end of touring for Three Bridges. Elliot McCoy says he feels the need to spend more time with his wife. So I decided to retire, not full-time, but to quit full-time touring. Financially, the guys that are with me, they need full-time work. So one, I think, is going to minister and sing solo, and the other has got a couple of great job offers. But me, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But uh, I've got a lot of offers thrown at me. Three Bridges will be missed, that's for sure. The current single from Karen Peck and New River is The Keepers. Susan Peck Jackson talks about some folks that fall in the Keepers category. This past year, Mama has been in and out of the hospital quite a bit. I have come in contact with many wonderful nurses, physicians, and caregivers. They work tirelessly day and night to take care of our loved ones. The medical field is truly a calling on their lives. Thank you so much. You are definitely keepers. It's been a busy season for the Neelands. Kelly Neeland-Clark checks in from the road. We have been on the road since the day after Thanksgiving, and we do not go home until December 20th. But it has been a lot of fun. We're like almost halfway through. Well, we are a little bit over halfway through. We just, we've just had the best time and it, it just kind of ushers in that, that Christmas happy spirit. Group has just finished up the Gaither Christmas tour and now is on their own. We need a little Christmas tour. Speaking of the Gaither vocal band, they have a new Christmas project out this year called All Heaven and Nature Sing. Adam Crabb comments on the album. I, I think it's some of our best work and I know that's crazy saying that for a Christmas record, but um, I think it's some of our best work as a group. So I'm, I'm excited about this album. You might recognize Janelle Arthur from American Idol. She came in fifth place in season 12 of the show. She has a Christmas song out featuring the Isaacs titled One Night on Earth. Janelle tells us how the song originated. It is a song I wrote with Adam Wheeler and Helene Cronin. We were getting together as friends, but also to potentially write some songs but we didn't know what to write because we were all kind of discouraged we were all just in a state of confusion didn't really know what was going on so i said well why don't we just write a christmas song just to do something that's a little bit more uplifting maybe because you know christmas music just always puts you in such a good mood and i've always loved christmas music myself we are getting into the thick of the christmas season jim brady shares his favorite christmas memory with us one christmas morning my dad had found out about a family that lived close to us that had uh, given their christmas money to a missionary that came to their church and so they weren't celebrating christmas so we got up that morning opened our gifts as a family and Dad heard about this family that was not celebrating Christmas, so he gave him a call and said, Hey, would y'all come over and celebrate with us? We have plenty of food, and we would love to have you. They accepted the invitation and said we'd, we'd be glad to come over. Well, our family got to thinking, Hey, this family's not celebrating Christmas, and we can't go out and shop. It's Christmas Day. There'd be nothing open. And so we went back to the back room, found some extra wrapping paper, and we took the gifts that we had just opened we wrapped them back up and we gave them to that family that year. And that 
is my favorite Christmas memory ever. That family is still our friends to this day. Every year now, Melissa and I try to find somebody that needs something, somebody that we can bless at Christmas time. David Sutton of Triumph and Quartet has some great Christmas memories to share as well. Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas to you. I wanted to share one of my fondest memories of Christmas. I always looked forward to going to our Christmas Eve program at church. Every year we would have this Christmas Eve program. And one of my greatest memories of that program was we always sang Silent Night at the end of the service. And we did several verses of Silent Night. In each verse, we had candles lit in our hands. In each verse, we would just go higher and higher and higher until the last verse. Everyone's candles would be lifted up in the air, just singing to the top of our lungs. I'll never forget that. Gary Casto, a tribute quartet, tells us about a Christmas he will never forget. When I was seven years old, I had a little brother by the name of Matthew. He was six years old. And he passed away with spina bifida. But I'll never forget the last Christmas that we had him down here on this earth. Somehow that morning, I was able to get him out of his baby bed, take him into the living room, and set him up on the couch. And the very first present he saw, he said, get that one first, Bubba. Open up that one. Well, I did. And it was a set of the old plastic dart guns. My goodness, we were so excited, and I would load them up, and Matthew, he would shoot them and bust my dad and mom's antique Christmas balls off the tree. I'll never forget that morning. We looked up, and there stood our mom and dad in the doorway. They didn't know whether to laugh, cry, or whip us, so they did all three. Oh, my goodness, I'll cherish that memory for the rest of my life. Jonathan Wilburn here, reflecting on the Christmas song, Beautiful Star of Bethlehem. Christmas always brings back wonderful memories of days gone by. I remember as a child and even as an adult, we'd gather there at my mom's house on Christmas Eve. We'd have a wonderful meal. Family from far and near would gather and we'd gather around the fireplace at mom and dad's home and sing good old Christmas carols and gospel songs of days gone by. But before the night was finished, when my dad's mom, Miss Ruth Wilburn, who we uh, lovingly called Milma, she would request her favorite Christmas song, and it was Beautiful Star of Bethlehem. And I love the verse, O oh, beautiful star, the hope of rest, for the redeemed, the good and blessed, yonder in glory when the crown is won, for Jesus is now that star divine, brighter and brighter he will shine. O oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, Shine on. What Christmas tradition do you enjoy with your family? Donna King of Zane and Donna King enjoys tamales. Does anybody do the tamale tradition uh, for Christmas dinner? Uh, we started that a couple of years ago, Zane and I and the kiddos, and oh my goodness, everybody loves it. So we make one main meal, but then we also have tamales with our Christmas dinner. I don't know where that got started. I really should be able to give the history of how that all started, but we just heard from some friends around uh, Middle Tennessee that they always have tamales with Christmas dinner, and we were like, um, I'll eat tamales anytime, but let's make it a tradition. <laughs> so the last few years we've had tamales with our Christmas dinner and it's delicious. Sounds yummy. I'm getting hungry. Well, that's our report for this week. If you missed episodes of Southern Gospel Now, you'll find them wherever you get podcasts or at southerngospelnow.com. 
I'm Greg Goodman wishing you and yours a Merry Christmas.